Hi, listeners. It's Jolie. It's Ian. We are the hosts of Jolie and Ian Fight About Stuff. Where we fight about stuff. It's been a while since we recorded an episode because we have a new light in our lives, which is, in fact, our cat, Monty. He's wonderful. He is all we ever want to talk about or think about. We would just want people to talk about him and think about him all the time as well. Yes. Very offended by the lack of strong responses to our cat, to be honest. It is the time of pandemic, though, so they haven't seen him in person. I know, but I really don't think you need to see him in person to know that he's perfect. I mean, I agree with that. I just want every other cat owner to look at him and think, wow, I wish that was my cat. He's clearly better than mine. In person, though, he's a whole other... He adds another dimension. Yeah, it's another um, he is definitely both of our favorite person in the apartment. Yes, definitely. Person. He's your favorite person in the apartment? You just said that. Well, I said he was mine, but is he yours? Yes. You like the cat more than you like me. Yes. That's really mean and hurtful. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Despite Ian saying that, I would like to point out that he called Monty a jackass the other day, and I got really mad at him about it. Yeah, but I did like an endearing way. I was like, you little jackass. And I said, you can't call him that. He's not a jackass. He's the best cat in the world. He is the best cat in the world. But he also doesn't understand English, and I meant in an endearing way. But also, he didn't do anything. No, he did do something. I can't remember what. No, it was completely unprompted. No, no, he He did something. He was just being cute. No, he did something else. When has he ever done anything bad? I don't remember. Well, never. Well, he'll be like... He doesn't wake you up. He wakes me up. No, yeah, that's why I said you. Yeah, but he's never done anything bad in his whole life. Well, he was a dumpster cat. We don't know what he did then. But as long as he's been in this apartment, he's never been done anything bad or naughty. Sometimes he nibbles on your fingers. Yeah, but in a loving way. Really? Cats actually but nibble no, on you he when did, they really love you. He did do something. I just called him a little jackass. And I think it's extremely morally wrong. Because he's my little jackass. That's wrong. And at the time... He's my little kitten. And at the time, his name was Jack. We hadn't changed to Monty, had we? I don't know. So it kind of like... This was a while ago. His original name was Jack, so we called him... So I went with Jackass. Cause, you know. Listeners, I want you to know that I am working on getting you an episode that's a compilation of real live fights that we're having, which means that I just occasionally leave this recording right before we're in a contentious situation like laundry. Um... But it's not yet long enough for a full episode because mostly we forget. Mostly we forget. Mostly we never fight. Ever. That's just a lie. You're mm-hmm. lying to the listeners now. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are that's not listening on Spotify or the normal stuff, the one using other, I'm very curious about you. Are yeah, you who Russian? are you? Who are you? Are you number one of our less than five uh, stranger listeners that are also extremely devoted? Probably not because I think you only listen to one episode, but. I'll give you my social security number if you need it. He will not do that. How do you know it's a he? She will not do that. I meant he as in you will not give you your social security number out. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant the uh No, I meant person. you are not giving your social security number to anyone, we need you to dumbass. Get, we need to connect with our new fan. I hate you. Do you? I don't think you're funny at all. <laughs> He's sort of laughing. <laughs> Because it was such a mean and petty thing that I was about to say. Oh, really? Yeah. What was it? I don't think you're funny at all. Oh, that was it? Yeah, that was the mean and petty thing. That's not very good. Okay, you say something mean and petty. No, I'm not a mean and petty person. I can't do that. I hate you. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't think of anything too mean and petty. Oh, I can. Okay. I'm not gonna say it. That would be mean. <laughs> you already said I hate you. Yeah, and but you're in not a funny. loving way. In a loving way. The you're not funny thing was very mean and petty. You just didn't seem to think it was. It didn't come off as. You say mm-hmm. something mean and petty. Do it. Um. You're funny. That's not mean. Yeah, but it's sarcastic. It didn't sound sarcastic. Just say something mean. Do it. Do it. Do it. You're dumb. My feelings are hurt. No, they <laughs> My feelings are hurt. <laughs> My feelings are hurt. You must apologize. I'm sorry. You didn't sound very sincere. Well, I didn't sound very sincere when I told you you were dumb either, so we'll call it even. <laughs> anyway, we're going to fight about something. Uh, oh, are we going with the um, Adam Driver? Sure, or- let's talk about Adam Driver. Listen, <laughs> to set the scene of this conversation, I want you all to know that I have really strong feelings about Adam Driver. One time, I was walking out of work with the one of the newer employees who's like very nice and very pretty and we do not speak the same language at all. She was clearly popular in high school. I was not. My high school idol was in fact Julia Stiles' character in 10 Things I Hate About You minus Heath Ledger and, you know, any emotional awakening. Point being. Point being. I was texting my friend Leah about Adam Driver and I walked into a concrete pole. I want you to know that I walked into this concrete pole hard enough that my head made a really loud noise against it and that I literally, my brain was joggled. Joggled. For a second. It took me a minute to regain my senses and figure out where I was standing and what had happened. Also, I would like it to know that these are not small concrete poles. They are, in fact, really large concrete poles, like probably three feet wide. You could definitely not wrap your arms around them. Frankly, you could probably not even get around half the circumference. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's how strongly I feel about Adam Driver. Also, you did it in front of someone, right? Yeah, it was really embarrassing, and I moped about how embarrassed I was for at least a week. Yes, you did. Ian didn't think I should be embarrassed. I. But I thought it was pretty embarrassing that I walked into a concrete pole really hard. And then she was like, did you just walk into that pole? And I was like, yeah, but it's okay. I'm fine. And before I had even finished my statement, she had already walked away and was back on her phone. It's a pretty funny story, honestly. <laughs> she did not care about my well-being at all. <laughs> did you know her very well? No, I don't know her very well. Oh, okay. But still, I would have hung out longer to make sure the person was okay. Just common human decency. She was too embarrassed, so she had to walk away. I was really embarrassed. I know. Oh, I'm embarrassed just thinking about it. Whoa. This is one of those memories that's going to haunt me like eight years from now. Is that the worst that's ever happened? It's not the worst, but it was really embarrassing. And I thought I was going to bruise. My head really hurt for days. Did I kept it, telling Ian that did, I thought I had a concussion, but yeah, he wouldn't take a, me to the emergency room. <laughs> you don't have a concussion. Did you run into it? No. Oh, well, then you don't have a concussion. Really hard. You don't understand. You weren't there. I wish I were. <laughs> My maybe, brain was joggled. Maybe there's security footage. Do you remember <laughs> the day it happened? No. Uh, you're just lying. You do know. All time has lost its meaning since we've been at stay at home. That's true. I still... I forget the date. I forget the length of time I've actually been 
Yeah, who knows? It's been simultaneously like 20 years and two days. It's crazy. Anyway, all of this is to say that I have really strong feelings about Adam Driver. Uh, yes. Do you want to share them? I just did. I was just explaining the depth of my feelings. Why don't you talk about your feelings about Adam Driver? I think Adam Driver is a very good actor. and I, I don't disagree, but I also don't agree. I think he's a very good actor who's... Uh, that's it. Honestly, I'm not like in love with the dude or anything. I just think he's a good actor. And Do you think he's handsome? Nah. nah. Some people find him very handsome. He's a divisive topic. I'm not sure about the handsomest level, but... Remember that scene in one of the new Star Wars movies where he's wearing leather pants that come up kind of high? Oh, you mean like the second movie, that weird, like, yeah. he comes up and it's just everyone in the theater is like, huh. huh. Well, some people in the theater were like, whoa. And some people were like, huh. And I was one of the huh people. Mm-hmm. But this isn't actually about Adam Driver and how he looks. This is just about Adam Driver as a phenomenon. So, Adam Driver, if you hear this, don't be offended that I hate you. I think you should be offended. It's not really personal. Adam Driver, if you're listening to this podcast, I, w- I just want to ask you. How did you find this? <laughs> <laughs> I just think that he's overacts. He, he's sort of like the Nicolas Cage of our generation. Oh my god. That's <laughs> such an overstatement. But... Okay, I should also mention that here are the films that I've seen Adam Driver in. <laughs> All of the Star Wars movies in which he plays little neo-Nazi baby who didn't deserve a redemption arc. Kylo mm. Ren. I have seen... Like, two episodes of Girls, which I hated, and in which he was, like, weird faux rapist dude. And I have seen Logan Lucky, in which he was quite charming. But only because he didn't really talk. Well, that's, no, he talked a, quite, a few times. He had some great lines. Yeah, I but he I... mostly didn't talk. Yeah, and but... he just stood there being awkward, and that was my preferred mode for him. Oh, okay. What have you seen with him in it? Um, okay, I've seen basically everything you've seen, and then I also saw him Patterson. It's Patterson. He's a bus driver, like, but he also is a poet, and he, like, just, it's really quite a quiet movie. He basically just drives the bus to the small town, and then he sees these happenings and goings on in the bus and then around town of some of his neighbors and stuff and his wife, and he, uh, he just basically goes and writes, writes poetry quietly. And it was a nice, soothing little movie. And I was like, this is a good job. Sounds really pretentious. It sounds like some of that guy in your MFA shit. Oh, God. You haven't even seen the movie. I haven't. I just hate Adam Driver with a passion. I I thought that was like... I think he overacts. And I also think that people really like to cast him in the kind of character that I will hate for eternity. For example, let's talk about Kylo Ren. Oh, okay. I hate Kylo Ren. I hated that they gave him a redemption arc. He didn't deserve one. Well, I mean, I don't know what they were planning, but... I don't really know how you ever get redeemed for committing genocide. That wasn't his fault, though. What do you mean it wasn't his fault? Like, Adam Driver did not say... Oh, it wasn't Adam Driver's fault. No, no. I was like, yes, it was Kylo Ren. He chose this. The lightsaber fell out of his hand into that lady's head. Anyway, I'm really mad about that whole plot line. I thought it was really stupid. I thought it was really bland. And while some people really have found a lot of things they liked about him, I did not find that he gave that character any depth. 
I thought he had, okay, here's the thing about that character. He had rage issues. He had rage issues. He was just. He was a little bit like, my parents didn't love me as much as they loved saving the world. Well, I'm sorry that they couldn't tuck you into bed at night because your mom was a general. Oh, God. Uh, So. You were an extremely privileged little white boy. Stop whining. But I think that's like kind of the point. Like he's a little whiny boy. He's never scary. Kyle Ryan is never scary in that movie. Right, but why does he get a redemption arc? Well, I don't know about the the a redemption arc, but like he the played, third movie sucked. He played Kyle Ryan as the like the whiny white boy. Yeah, but I just there was nothing more in him than a whiny white boy. But he did a good job with it. I don't know if we can say it was a good job. I hated him every time he was on screen, and I didn't enjoy like he wasn't a good villain. Again, he there was wasn't, nothing enjoyable about his performance. Again, he wasn't supposed to be a good villain. He was supposed to be some whiny little kid. So are we chalking this up to a failure of writing? Yes. Because they're just like, okay, here's the thing. And even then... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a really interesting, good parallel to make. Okay. Let's take, for example, the ultimate whiny white boy in modern cinema, Joffrey Baratheon. Okay. Do I hate him? Deeply. Yes. But was I nonetheless interested every time he was on screen? Also, yes. True. I thought you were going to say Sean Penn. <laughs> no, I hate Sean Penn. Um, Sean, Penn Sean Penn, take your stupid, pretentious books and go away. Sean Penn, if you're listening to this, I do want you to take it personally. Did you hear about this from Adam Driver? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to take it personally, Sean Penn. I do. <laughs> okay. Why are all these guys fighting? My point <laughs> is that you can have like a boring, whiny character, but the performance itself can still be interesting, and I found nothing interesting about Adam Driver's performance. I thought that the, 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 the performance was still interesting. What part of it, particularly? Was it the mind-meld meetings where he was no. like, I love you, but I love the dark side more. Come be my dark empress, blah, 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 blah. No, I thought he was, like, he played the whiny person very well. But it there wasn't was a interesting. Lot of interesting. It was just huh? whininess. No, but it was, it was whininess with obviously some abandonment issues. Um, yeah, I didn't care about his abandonment issues. Also, like, how abandoned was he really? He lived with his uncle. <laughs> well, his uncle tried to stab him. He was committing genocide. No, no, no. That was before he committed genocide. Yeah, I mean, he was really strongly considering committing genocide. Was he? I feel like, yeah. I don't think there's any evidence to back up that. I feel like the lore is really murky in these films. <laughs> Fuck. Again, writing. I can't... T- <laughs> main point we're trying to make here is that I have a strong inability to separate Adam Driver the person from Adam Driver the character. Oh god. He did a good job in uh, what was the other movie he said? Oh, he did Black Handsman. He was in Black Handsman. He was great in Black Handsman. I have not seen that. He did a great job in Black Handsman. Um, he did a really good job. Let's talk about girls. I have His character girls. sucks in girls. He is real troubling and very dramatic and annoying Yes, but again... I think there's something annoying about Adam Driver's performance. I have not seen Marriage Story. I haven't either. Which I guess is his more... subtle work. Oh, I heard he yells a lot. Okay, but we're taking him out of a ridiculous scenario. Girls is always, like, slightly on the fantastical side of things. Mm -hmm. And Star Wars is obviously sci-fi. I will say, on Twitter the other day, there was a... Hashtag Adam Driver is over or something like that. And I'm not sure why he 
he was supposed to be getting canceled. It had something to do with the fact that he said back in the day he joined the military because he wanted to defend his country against the terrorists after 9-11. That's why? That's why. Okay, here's the thing, though. Like, if five people say something on Twitter, and then somebody who's running out of things to write about decides to write an article about those five people running a Twitter, is it really happening, or is it just a way to say something's happening? I don't... I, I can't, also think he was, what, like, 18 when he joined the military? I tend not to hold people to things they said when they were 18, because we're all dumb 18-year-olds. Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly... I mean, a lot of people join for that reason, though. Yeah, because they're yeah. dumb 18-year-olds. Mm. A lot of people felt the need to list after 9-11. Yeah, I just agreed with that statement. But I don't think they're dumb 18-year-olds. They're also adults. Yes, but Ian, there were no weapons of mass destruction. No, after 9-11. Not after President Bush decided that there were WMDs in Iraq. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good response. I don't really want to talk about this part of it, to be honest. Well... <laughs> Why'd you bring it up? I don't know. I felt like we were lacking in drama. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you found it. <laughs> anyway, we don't really care what people did when they were 18 unless they did something really, really terrible that they still hold true to. Like who? I don't know. That Stanford swimmer who raped that girl and then got six months in prison and less than that. I don't, he can go die. I don't think that's a parallel to what we're talking about though no that's my that was I like i died a hole but i don't think that's, that's someone who i'm not going to forgive for things he did when he was young oh okay. enlisting in the military especially if you're like poor and you don't have a lot of other options and you don't have other lifestyles being modeled for you mm-hmm. that's just something you're gonna do and that's okay also there's nothing wrong with being in the military i feel like i should say that out loud right now mm-hmm. there is nothing wrong with being in the military i personally would never do it but I have issues with authority. (laughs) (laughs) Totally do some push-ups. No! (laughs) You're telling me what to do. I know my rights. Yeah. Uh, Well, Also, you know, I I, I just don't really want to. Maybe we should watch Marriage Story instead of uh, Moneyball tonight. And I hate him. Here's the thing about Adam Driver is now he's so repugnant to me that I can't watch anything he's in, even if I think I would enjoy the film. For example, he's in a film about a whistleblower. Yeah, you'd probably like that. And I love whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. Anything that really digs a knife into the intelligence community's deep, dark, murky underbelly. Mm-hmm. Deeply into it. Mm-hmm. Can't watch the movie. Can't see his face. And I- Again, I think he's the Nicolas this Cage of our generation. I, uh, that is so... You <laughs> love Nicolas Cage. Yes, but not for... Not for the, because he's a really good actor. One time I was in a coffee shop and a man told me that he thought that Nicolas Cage was good in every movie he'd ever been in. And then I came home and told you that and you said you agreed. Do you still agree? No, you made that story up. I never said that. Yes, you did. I know remember? I did that. Remember what you said? I kind of agree. No, I don't. Well, he doesn't agree anymore. He is the best part of most of the movies he's in, but but his movies are pretty bad most well, of the time. The point wasn't that the movies were good or bad. The point was that Nicolas Cage was good in them. No, he's not. I never said that. Well, I'm just making the original argument, which was that this person said that Nicolas Cage. A lot of his movies are terrible, 
but he's still good inside of them. And I didn't think that was true. No, this person had not seen the Wicker Man. He, oh God, <laughs> I love that's a fit. The bee, blah, blah, the time, bees, blah. I think it was an anniversary present. I gave Ian a copy of the Wicker Man <laughs> starring Nicolas Cage. It was so bad. He loved it. Oh my goodness! Maybe the best present I've ever given you. Uh, is people, it people? People, I remember you gave me the the Lion Smacking Club. Yes, um, from uh, Tanzania and. You brought it in and gave it to me. It was in college, so it was like my roommates, three of them, sitting around. And, they, and then you walked out the door, and they're like, did, did Jolie give you a club as a present? I was like, yeah. And I held it up. They're like, she gave you a weapon? I was like, yeah. And they're like, nice. <laughs> they, uh, I think your street cred went up that day. Yeah, well, I also own their asses in Mario Kart. That's <laughs> They get really salty about it, though. Uh, no, they don't get salty. Nick got salty. Very salty. Nick, because Nick's, Nick played a lot of Mario Kart. Um, he made many excuses. And he was like ready to go. And he's, I think he came with expectations. He's going to crush everybody. And then you crushed him. Crushed him deeply. I'm an amazing Mario Kart And it didn't help that you immediately shoved it in his face. I didn't. Lauren did. Oh, Lauren. I purposely didn't because I could tell the atmosphere of the room had gone from fun to not fun very quickly. Because Nick was like, I need to prove myself. And then Lauren decided that. (laughs) Okay, but he also lost. Take it like a person. (laughs) Like a person. (laughs) Jolie, you threw battle line cards at my face the other day. I never said you should really do as I say and not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? You're being a sore winner right now with Nick. <laughs> You're still like, the time I beat the crap out of Nick? <laughs> I, did beat the- I am not being a sore winner. I am stating a fact. <laughs> You're such a sore- That's not a sore winner would say. I'm stating a fact, she said, with her I'm sorry, uppity voice. Did I or did I not beat the crap out of him? <laughs> See. Yes, I did. It's an undeniable fact. She, yes, it's an undeniable fact. Six years later. <laughs> <laughs> it's not six years, is it really? Five. Five years later? That's not much better. <laughs> it's not much better. Okay. It's our senior year. I acknowledge it's not much better. I think it's been, yeah. <laughs> it's bad that these things still give me joy. As Marie Kondo would say, they spark joy in my heart. <laughs> Winning is fun, I fold Ian. Them and roll them up, you wouldn't them know because you'd never win. Again, a few days ago, someone <laughs> showered me with cards because I beat her at Battle Line. But now I beat him twice in a row. That's true. The natural balance of the universe has been restored, just like in Star Wars, now that Kylo Ren is dead. I mean, he is dead. Thankfully, if they had made him live, I would have reached in the screen and murdered him myself. At any point, the movies would have been better for his murder. Unfortunately, he died at the end. For some reason. We had no good villains. Um... Oh, what? Reincarnated Palpatine and get your heart racing? <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> that was so stupid. It was the stupidest thing. And I have an army! From where? Where's yeah, the- what are you guys eating on this desolate planet? They're sentient goldfish. What are you eating, though? Really? It's all rock. It was a little silly, to say the least. Also, we just... Kelly Marie Tran got harassed for no reason because they kicked her out of the third movie. 
Yep. What was that? Oh, but the New York Times was like, what was, oh, what was his, what was his guy named? J.J. Abrams is the B student of pop culture. The ultimate B student. Yeah. I hope he read that. I mean, I feel like if I was J.J. Abrams, I would never read any of my reviews. We're being really mean to J.J. Abrams right now. I want to go on the record by saying I actually kind of like J.J. Abrams, generally speaking. Uh, I think he's... I think he should stick to TV. Oh, you like Lost. I loved Lost. I also think, though, he really did a bad job with this film. It wasn't his fault, though. Do we have directors we disagree on? Uh, I think. Wait, are we continuing on the director thing? I don't know what we're continuing on. I was trying to think about other things we disagree on, but maybe we should return to the heart of the episode, which is in fact Adam Driver, an area where my heart goes cold. Some people love him. He's funny. Is he funny? I've never seen him be funny. You need to watch SNL. He was also funny in Logan Lucky. He didn't say anything, really. He's so funny. I just feel like if I met Adam Driver, we wouldn't be friends. Which is not my requirement for thinking someone is a good actor, but... Why wouldn't he be friends? He's really tall. Probably works out a lot. He seems really intense about his acting. Not, you know... Why are these deal breakers for friendship? Not, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis intense, but on that road. Okay. No one wants to be friends with Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis, if you're listening to this podcast, I mean none of it. You totally want to... (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be friends with Daniel Day-Lewis, but I want to say that I'm friends with Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, God. I think he'd be hard to be friends with, because he'd be like, well, who are you being this year, Daniel? Oh, I'm supposed to refer to you as Abraham? This is going to be rough for me. He's retired. Haven't you retired several times? No. I don't think so. He's got all the money in the world. Maybe. I think I'd be friends with Daniel Day-Lewis. Imagine quarantining with Daniel Day-Lewis. Maybe, uh. Can you do it? You do it. Can you do it? Can I do what? Quarantine with Daniel Day-Lewis. I think I could do it. Ooh, I definitely could. I heard he just, like, likes making chairs and stuff. He's a woodworker. Are you sure you're not confusing him with Nick Offerman? No, um, I'm actually... I could definitely quarantine with Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. He just... Or work and job and probably crack jokes all day. Drink some beers. Yeah, be pretty good. But could you quarantine with Adam Driver? Probably, yeah. I don't think so. I think he's too intense. <laughs> I wonder what he's like in person. Think of an interview. Oh, you know, I did read an interview once. He seemed in like he was on a Daniel Day Lewis track. I don't know what that means. What is a Daniel Day-Lewis Daniel Day-Lewis, Day-Lewis is a method actor. Yeah, but he... Adam Driver is not. I know, but he's on that track. He will become a method actor? He's kind of in that zone. You know how there are actors who, when they talk about their process, you kind of want to curl up in a hole and die? Well, you know, you can't stop actors from being actors, but, like, they do have to do it. Andrew Garfield, for example. I have not heard... When he Andrew talks Garfield. about his process, I want to die... Did I sob watching him in Angels in America? Yes. So clearly it's working. I just don't want to hear about it. Okay. Well. What do you think Adam Driver eats for breakfast? 
you know, for somebody who doesn't like Adam Driver, <laughs> you're getting a little like suspiciously interested in very specific issues. Well, the reason I'm saying this is I feel like he's Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, and he eats like four dozen eggs for breakfast raw. You just Gaston and Beauty and the Beast? No, I feel like he's got a similar vibe. Oh, I was like, I did not remember him in that movie. Um, no, he is not. I, I I think he might be a smoothie man, but I don't think he's a eggs. smoothie man. Yeah, he seems like a guy who drinks smoothies. What does a guy who drinks smoothies seem like? I'm sure. I don't think we have the same definition of smoothie men. I think he likes smoothies. I mean, which is not exactly a uh, controversial thing to say, but podcast listeners weigh in. Do you want to hear us talk about Marriage Story? Knowing that I have strong feelings about both Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Oh, yeah, you do have strong feelings about Scarlett Johansson. I do. I find her very annoying, but I think she's a great actress. Which is much how I feel about Adam Driver, in that I find him annoying. And it's weird that all of his characters are really deeply troubling to me. But you find him a great actor. But I think he's probably good. I think he overacts a bit, though. So I don't think he's as good as Scarlett Johansson. Again, it's just all very loud. Well, Kyle Ren was loud. Kylo Ren was so loud. But But again, it's very hard at this point to determine what was bad writing and what was bad acting. He wasn't loud in Black Klansman, and that was... I really liked The Force Awakens. But not him. I just liked the movie. Again, I didn't like him. He did all of this, like, slashing and... Talking in a low voice to dead people, and none of it was remotely compelling. (sighs) So I guess my point is, do you think that someone can be good even if the writing is bad? Yes. Okay, give me an example. Alan Rickman in Robin Hood. (laughs) I just killed that. I I saw that target, and I shot right through the bullseye. I love that movie. He, it's so bad. He he clearly was like, this is a terrible script. I'm going to own this. And then he just just went all out. And he, it was so over the top, it was fun. But was it good acting? If you take a, a, a crappy script, uh, script and make it fun and enjoyable to watch, then you are a good actor. He was alone in that task. There's also this terrible movie with Nicolas Cage in it called... Raising Arizona. It might be Ghost Rider. I'm kidding. Raising Arizona is supposed to be a really good movie. It's I just hate Southern accents. Yeah. Uh, and he, it's a terrible movie. But there's this one guy, and I can't remember his name to save my soul, but he plays a demon, and he's easily the best part of the movie. You were like, this is... He almost single-handedly saved that movie every time he was on screen. It was great. What? I'm trying to think of other... Movies where the writing is bad and the acting is good. I feel most things Steve Carell's in, unfortunately. Not most things? Well, a lot of things. Yeah, and he's always good in them. Like, I remember, it was, I can't remember, the one with his son's a drug addict. The one with Timothy Chalamet. (gasps) I don't get Timothy Chalamet. What do you mean you don't get him? Everyone loves him and I don't get it. Do they love him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't. Thank you, Zach. Did. I thought he was just an up and comer. That said, I have not seen "Call Me by Your Name." Yeah, that 
the, the, the Rotten Tomatoes consensus was, despite the best efforts of Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet, they can't say the script. Yes, but that's not Call Me By Your Name. That's a different movie. Oh, what's been... Oh, Call Me By Your Name is... With Army Hammer. Oh, oh, oh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's another one. Anyway, I think our next movie watching will be Moneyball, because Ian wants to, and then I want to watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh, yeah, this is the miniseries? Or is it a series? Yeah. I think it's a film. Well, the Rousseau has been, right? No. Oh, well, um, which one is that? Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. There's so Portrait many... of a Lady on Fire is a beautiful lesbian period drama, Ian. Well, I can't help it if there's thrillers and lesbian period dramas that both have this obsession with flammable material. <laughs> <laughs> no, Reese Witherspoon is not in this film. I think it's French. We. Oui. anyway listeners we're gonna go cook dinner now but if you want us to watch movies and then debate them send titles in okay write and review god damn you bye